0: Stream the show on demand at KetchikanRadio.com. It is another beautiful day in Ketchikan, Alaska, my friends. I hope you're all enjoying your Wednesday. It is April 13th. I can't even believe it. We're like almost halfway through this month Easter is this upcoming Sunday oh my goodness gracious First golly oh what happened on KTKN. something didn't ha- oh okay now we're better sorry I was like yeah I know what I'm doing apparently no I don't <laughs> Anyways, I'm Catherine Tatsuda, and I'm so thankful to be spending the next hour or so with all of you. My very special guest today is a woman that I've known since childhood. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. If we go all the way back, Mm -hmm. all the way back, I think we met through like Clover Pass Church. Wow. Oh, I know. I I went to elementary school there. Me too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I have known... I've known this woman uh, ever since then in different capacities and it hasn't even been uh, you know until like the last couple years really where even the last year or so Mm -hmm. where we've just kind of crossed paths quite a bit more Um, and her and her husband and her young family just recently moved back to Ketchikan Mm -hmm. and started a brand new business that is thriving, Booming. I maybe some of you have heard about it. It's called Wolf Point Produce. Um, and I'm just so thankful to have my friend Nicole Brown to Bay in the <laughs> studio with me today. I also have our wonderful Cole Green up. He is uh he's in the co-chair this uh this morning, still, you know, still learning, observing me make great mistakes, like not turning my microphone on and then not turning the, the radio flow off. So he's learning all things not to do. Right, Cole?
1: Yeah, actually, this is the first time I've seen her even make a small flub, so great teacher. <laughs>
0: that's, yeah, that's because I cover him up so well. <laughs> <laughs> so how how are you both doing today?
2: I mean, it's a beautiful day in Ketchikan. We yeah. have sun, we don't have rain, so... It's a great day. It is. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, man. I know. You had, Cole had some time this morning before coming to the station.
1: Oh, it was nice. I made myself an actual breakfast and, you know, it's always nice to start the day comfortably.
0: Right. Definitely. Definitely. Comfortable is good. Comfortable is good. I
1: usually start my day in kind of a rush because I'm very forgetful in the morning. So when I have time to myself, it really sets the tone. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I totally understand that. I wake up early, like five or five thirty in the morning. Really? I do with the intention that I'm gonna get up and like go work out at six. And when my trainer is in town, that's what I do like twice a week. I'll go and we work out together at six AM and I'm like, yeah, I'm so awesome. Okay, he's gone for three weeks. And I was oh like, goodness.
2: <laughs> and I'm Find like, a new trainer. Yeah,
0: well, it, you know, it's it's okay. And I'm like, no, I can do this on my own. I can do this on my own. I'm totally gonna wake up and work out. I wake up and then I like go get my cup. Coffee and I go climb back in bed and I, you know, just play games and read ridiculous books and you know. Anyways, that's my time in the morning.
1: Self-starting is hard for me in the morning too. I usually wake up about three hours before my first obligation and then get out of bed 35 minutes before my first obligation.
2: (laughs) I have two young kids, so unfortunately, I cannot experience those no, great pleasures gonna, at the moment.
1: At
0: the moment. I'm going to tell you, though, that there is hope. Okay. Because I have teenagers now. And... They like to sleep. They do. They're just like, you know, I don't need to get up and make them breakfast anymore. They're oh not gosh. on this really crazy life schedule of, of like wandering into the bedroom at 6 a.m. Right. And saying, like, I'm wide awake. Or 2 a.m. Or any of that. Like, so wow. there is hope. Okay. It'll be a while. Okay. But there's hope. Okay, just telling you that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You're
0: welcome. <laughs>
2: I need hope right now. Yeah,
0: absolutely, absolutely. So I invited Nicole, you, to come on to the show because you have been an entrepreneur basically like almost your whole life. Yeah. Pretty incredible. Yeah. And you know all of this, and now you know you you are uh, you know running successfully running Wolf Point Produce. You were awarded the Entrepreneur of the Year award mm-hmm. for. 2021 in the um from the Ketchikan Chamber of Commerce.
1: Congratulations. And, yeah. Thank you. And I was
0: like, let's bring Nicole on and let's talk business. Let's talk about, I you love know, it. your history, what you've learned through, you know, entrepreneurialism, being a business owner. You've done, you know, you've done worked trade shows, I think, with your husband a yeah. lot. And yep. ended up here. So just tell us about your journey, about yourself, and let's just let's get going.
2: Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, With me, I was fortunate to find my passion at a very early age. Both my parents were entrepreneurs. So starting from when I could remember, I used to sell. Mm -hmm. Like, that's just who I am. And probably anyone that has been in Ketchikan for 40 years, I have probably sold them something in my life. Yes. Um, I mean, it started in my in my bedroom i would set up store and invite the neighbors to come over and i would sell them toys that i was just done with and then obviously every kid does a kool-aid stand and then at clover pass uh-huh. at recess i would be making springs and selling springs and scrunchies on my recess oh my gosh so my passion is sales and i i'm fortunate i found it yeah and that's just what i'm good at And i'm good at one thing um and that's it <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, that's a a pretty incredible thing to be good at. I'm, you know, it's a skill that not everybody has. So, so how have you taken that? And how have you, you know, how have you found your way into, you know, through life with it and found, and I keep saying this, like your own version of success with that skill that you discovered that you have? Right. Um, So my husband
2: and I founded... Uh, X-Pain Solutions so we sell the portable tens machine and my husband has all the strengths that I don't have and I have all the strengths that he doesn't have so together we're quite the dynamic duo so 10 years ago we started X-Pain Solutions and before kids we were doing 40 trade shows a year and we love the concept to go into a city and just blow it out Um you know sell A ton of inventory you know 50 units in three days and then be off for four days so we're not nine to fivers and every week was a different city and it was just fabulous right um then we had kids and we're like okay we could still do this and um so we cut it back to like 20 trade shows and we did it with the kids Uh and then covid happened and i'm like oh my goodness I'm unemployed. Oh my goodness, we're both unemployed cuz obviously no trade shows with right. 10,000 people were happening with COVID. Right. I was 8 months pregnant. Um so we just decided to obviously, you know, regroup and every day I remember checking my email as I'm nursing my newborn and June shows all canceled. The next day I would check it, July shows done, and then we just it was dominoes. All my trade out were all canceled. And so we decided to come home to beautiful Alaska in the summer of 2020. Mm -hmm. And basically unemployed, but always excited to start a new business. Mm -hmm. And then my husband said, we need to bring a trade show to the island. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this island? Like, how would you do that? Yeah. And we love fruit. I mean, fruit's just, when we... Dropped into a city, the first thing we do is go to the supermarket and we just buy a ton of fruit for snacks. Just We just love fruit. So that was obvious. And then I remember, you know, Wolf Point going there as a kid. So um, through growing up with two entrepreneurs, I just, I knew I wanted to work for myself and my husband also had that entrepreneurial vibe. And then we started Wolf Point Produce. And then from there, it just went.
0: And from there, it just went. It started as you were doing a fruit truck, a fruit stand. Yep. We were
2: just going to do apples.
0: Okay. Yeah, we
2: just wanted apples. We wanted one thing and we wanted to kill it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it morphed into, so now you have a location that's inside of the plaza. Mm -hmm. And you tell us about, you know, kind of what that morphed into. I I have a lot of questions, um, but let's start there. (laughs) Okay, yeah. Um, So we had a big
2: spike of COVID on the island (laughs) in October 20. And so we were like, goodness, we have the farmer's market. Everyone comes to the line and they touch three avocados before they, pick one we need to kind of streamline that less touching less um interaction so my husband brilliant ideas he's like let's do a subscription box Mm. so the box was designed as a touchless situation Mm -hmm. and then it just morphed into this amazing goodness that you don't even have to think about it just shows up on your door right or you just come in and grab it and you don't have to be right there at noon when we open you could just grab your box anytime and you have a little bit of everything
0: yeah so is that a lot of what you do now is um, subscription boxes but then do you also have? Do you also have uh, just extra produce that people can come and get on the on the day that you're open? Where you're selling, which I believe is Tuesdays. Yep. Right. We're okay. open on
2: Tuesdays, yeah. twelve to five in the mall. And our main focus is the box. Once we get the box designed, everything that doesn't fit in the box and some extra goodies we put in farmer's market. Because not everybody needs a box because maybe they're single or maybe they had the box last week, so they just need a little bit in the off week. Okay, right. So we have an incredible farmer's market. I mean, this week, our farmer's market, we had four apples. We had three different potatoes. We had a huge variety.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: And the brilliant thing with us, again, my husband's idea... Is we were out at Wolf Point three days. And on the third day, it was getting a little bit tiresome. Mm -hmm. My kids were stir crazy and I was getting freezing. So I'm like, how do we sell three days in one? Mm -hmm. Like, that's just everyone wants to do three days in one. And my husband's like, well, you pre-sell. Yeah. So when we open the doors we are probably 70% sold out. Uh-huh. So we only do the extra 30% in farmer's market Got and you. that's how we do 3 days of produce in a day.
0: Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. So what makes um I well, you know, I mean, I we sold produce for a long time. Right. It's a tricky, tricky, tricky Tricky product to sell, uh, especially right. in a. It's a very tricky product to sell, especially in a supermarket situation where you are, you, you know, you're you're buying it, you're large, large quantities of it. That is, um, you know, that we're holding, we're selling over the week, and you know all of those things. They're very perishable. Uh,
1: putting a timeline on any product makes it a lot more tense when it comes to yes, coming and going.
0: yeah. Well, and I'm just curious though, you know, how did you when you were like, okay, we want to sell produce, how are are we going to differentiate our product from the product that people can get in the supermarket um and how did you come how how did you tackle that issue or was that not an issue for you when you yeah, decided to that's
2: to an it? issue because we're coming from the trade show background selling a tens machine that can sit in storage for a year right and so now we're having to turn product that is alive I mean this is a perishable product yes and you got thousands and thousands of dollars that are about ready to expire in front of your eyes so that's why another reason pre-sale is brilliant so you Mm -hmm. have some of those numbers and you build it on that and when Mm -hmm. it's and so I wanna I want to have enough inventory that it looks like a farmers market but I don't want to have a two-day sale right so it's that really fine line and um, myself my husband my staff were always trying to tweak that even tighter And then um, AML working with us on what we send plus 56, what we send dry, what we send chill. Mm -hmm. And each of those numbers, you know, doubles my freight. Mm -hmm. So um, I have awesome eyes on the ground. And I was very honest with them when we opened said here's the bottom line I'm a mom of two very small boys I cannot physically fly down to Seattle every week like my predecessors would do right Um, the gentleman that ran this very successfully in Sitka would literally fly weekly yeah every other week I believe and I just said I'm not willing to do that we're in the middle of this freaking pandemic I got my boys at home I need you to be my eyes and ears. Yeah. And the last thing Ketchikan wants is your sloppy seconds. Yeah. So don't even send me that. Yeah. And I basically told them, you got one time to make it right. I mean, like your first time, I want to see what you got. (laughs) And they just kept proving themselves, proving themselves. And we make some tweaks and we've switched vendors. But I make them walk the warehouse. I make them grab an apple on the phone. I want to hear it like crunch. Um, I make them go taste a grape. Yeah. They have to be my eyes and ears because I only want the best for Ketchikan.
0: Well, and that's what I was, you know, just so from from my from a huge amount of experience in dealing with you know buy with purchasing produce and and knowing and and that's what everybody says in catch can it's like you know produce is is one of the top complaints is that it's such it's so hard to find good produce it's so hard to or you buy it it's either not ripe it's either too ripe it goes bad too quickly Mm -hmm. you know and and it's it's so very challenging and from as the as the reseller or the retailer as the person who has the actual produce shop in the supermarket it's really difficult because like at Tatsuda's we couldn't afford to send our person down every week to go right. and walk the warehouse right. to go and talk directly with you know and we trusting then we're trusting that salesperson who's on the phone with us to say oh yeah we're definitely you know we know you're in Alaska we're we're picking products for you guys that are going to survive the bar Pretty that are going to you know that are still going to be good for that period of time and um, and maybe they were but then maybe they have warehouse turnover or yep. they just forget that we're you know we're in Alaska and then we have these problems and so it's really great to hear that you that for you and your business that you actually have people who are down there yep. helping you to pick and to see and to know and that was my dad he was like he was such a you know we need to we need to have our, our produce department needs to be better and you know we were you know we really worked hard and we definitely elevated what it was right but um, but it was still it's like if you if you don't know what they have on special if you don't know what they have that's good right and you aren't there to actually see it, so um, so it's nice to know that you've got that.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he sends us his hot list, and I need pictures, I need videos. Um, you know, I'm I'm picky because I just want the best. Right. I'm not paying freight for an average apple to come up here. Yeah. Like I only want the best for Ketchikan, and yeah. I told them we're the best. We need the best. That's yeah. it
0: yeah Sorry. I remember for our 100 year anniversary which was oh in uh, 2016 Oh my gosh. I know seems like a lifetime ago <laughs> and our, we had our big grand reopening we did all this I mean it's such a grand celebration we and we talked a lot about what products we were going to offer for that special because I had a huge sale that Saturday yeah. you know and we're like we want to do strawberries we're going to bring up pints of strawberries and we want to sell them for super cheap so you know okay the palette of strawberries came up and like it was almost all spoiled yeah and that was not an uncommon occurrence unfortunately yeah so um, but what a huge change from selling like you said you (laughs) know selling the massagers selling massagers selling you know a shelf stable item that can last that has a really really long (laughs) date for which is good to to getting into perishables you know I
1: had a question um do you find that there's problems in variability with demand, like around seasons with what you guys are selling? Like, oh, people wanted more of these root vegetables during this season, but we didn't realize that uh, demands change as the weather changes, with like diet changes. Is that something that you guys have dealt with at all?
2: Yeah. First of the year, um, fruit sales go down because people are doing their no carbs in mm-hmm. January. But um, it's not so much on demand with people because I think they'll, they will buy what we have. I have to only buy what is hot and what's in season. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, mm-hmm. I guess I shift the demand. They'll, yeah. you know.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing with produce too is it's its own world and its own mm-hmm. it's its own beast mm-hmm. and and you you have to because produce is seasonal yeah. and so in like in the summertime you going you have to have corn mm-hmm. you will have to have soft fruits so peaches mm-hmm. and nectarines and apricots and then it gets a lot more challenging you know in the once in the winter time because there's not a lot of fun apples and oranges yeah it's you know and onions and potatoes and squashes mm-hmm.
1: Roasting all your root veggies in the wintertime. A nice hot meal. Like, Mm -hmm. that's my favorite.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's Mm -hmm. just a, it's very different.
2: What you can buy, what you have access to. Yeah. Yeah. Our team, while we were in um, Kenya, they were like, you have to get so creative to find 10 amazing items every week to put in your box in January, February. Yes. And our VIPs, I call them our VIPs. These are our our vips the best of the business and they are on subscription i'm like thanks for um, trucking with us because you know january and february boxes it's a lot of citrus and it's a lot of apples it's yep. a lot of potatoes it's a lot of onions yes yes but it is because to bring up lettuce you know in january it right. can be frozen yeah um and you know all of those things cost extra on the freight if mm-hmm. you want to put you know your plus 56s and all that it, you're doubling your freight What's a plus 56? So that's basically room temp. Um, It's basically going to bring up your bananas. Oh, yeah, yeah, Your tomatoes and your mangoes. Yeah. Mm. But you don't need your lettuce going up that way. No. Um, And so in the summer... We have to chill everything, which yeah. is the same price. So we're doubling, yep. you know, our freight on that because it's a know. fridge. Yeah, I do know. So right now we just try to keep everything um, on the dry freight until in a month we have to put things in the fridge and bring them up. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. And
2: berries are tricky to bring up, you know, especially in the summer. And that container's been sitting in Seattle for three days, and they open it and it's seventy degrees. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So we're it's learning it's and that's kind of keeping the business exciting and you know a little bit stressful like last yeah. week when I thought my fruit for the first time in two years it was gonna miss the barge yeah and AML called in a favor thank you Chaz we love you um, <laughs> they I believe they held the barge for Wolf Point Produce oh wow because our delivery guy was a few hours late
0: ah oh. so yeah that's yeah. the first time that's ever
2: happened and uh, my guy in Seattle was prepared to air freight three thousand pounds uh huh. And if you have to do it, that's a $3,000 check. But, yeah. I mean, you got to do what you got to do. So, yeah. it's
0: produce and, you know, we have subscriptions. We have to sell. Right. We, have, we had so many instances of freight Errors, yep. whether it yep. was a temperature error. Yeah. Uh, you know, oh, this was all supposed to be refrigerated and it, it was room temperature the entire trip. Or it was, you know, it was vice versa. Everything arrived frozen. Or I don't know how many times I had product end up in cake, um, which was really interesting. Mine's always came here. Yeah, that's yeah. good. And um, the temperature's and it's, an issue. And, you know, it's, in a, it's it was not ever, I mean, occasionally it would be AML's fault. Occasionally, it would be Super Value. Who was our uh, who was our grocery wholesaler's fault? Who delivered stuff for us? You know, occasionally. So uh, you know, it was never just like specifically AML's issue, but because um, they did a phenomenal job for us. But it's you know, it's very 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 tricky. And we mm-hmm. had the school milk contract, so we provided, ordered and provided, delivered all of the milk to all of the schools. Awesome. And I think there were two times that the milk didn't make the barge. And then you have kids not have yeah. at we don't want that yes exactly. and so it's uh it, it gets to be a little bit tricky so let's yeah. um I'm really curious about you know because I I love to bring entrepreneurs on and talk about you know kind of broad 30,000 foot view types of sin- situations that small business owners face entrepreneurs face that can you know to help them you know like what are To help them to do the things that they want to do, you know, so Mm -hmm. like, what are some things that you have learned uh, through your journey of, Mm -hmm. you know, self employment, uh, you know, starting over into this brand new field, like you didn't know anything about produce other than you like to eat it. You know, exactly from a consumer standpoint, <laughs> yeah, which is
2: half the battle, you know, because we want to make sure that our produce is good. So right. my husband, when you guys come to the stand and he's there, he's always eating something. But mm-hmm. he's market research, I guess. <laughs> That's right. And I should back you guys up to my early 20s where um, I... Was a sales director for Mary Kay, so I did cosmetics for ten years, mm-hmm. and then I pivoted and I did uh, massagers, electronic tens machines for ten years, and then now I'm in produce. Yeah. So sales is sales. I've just found a different product, right. but I've maintained my passion. Right. So anyone wanting to do entrepreneurship, you got to find your passion, and what your passion is is it something that you do effortlessly. And it's something that it's just, it's easy. Like that is your passion. So for me, Wolf Point Produce, yeah, there's, there's, you know, I have customers emailing me. I have vendors calling me. I have produce issues. It's a lot, but it's effortlessly because I'm doing my passion. But if I was to like be cooking every day, mm-hmm. that would be a challenge. I mean, like. You know, something totally out of my strength or if I'm like a mechanic or you got to make sure that you're doing your passion and Mm -hmm. you're not doing your mom's passion, your brother's passion, your husband's passion, because if you're doing your passion, you shouldn't, it shouldn't be difficult. I'm not saying business isn't hard, but I'm saying you should do it effortlessly.
0: You'll be able to do it despite the hardship that's Despite it. Despite the challenges because I'm, business is challenge. Yeah. Business is challenge. There's no there's no way to get around it, but you will work through all of the challenges. You will find a way to make it happen if you're doing something that is meaningful to you. That's it. And so, you know, like I ran a supermarket for years and years. I was born into it. I, right. you know, I grew up in it. I worked my way literally from cashier up to the right. CEO. I love that. Through the ranks of Of Mm -hmm. it, okay. I would never in my life open up a produce stand, right? Because that would be painful for me, right? Because (laughs) I don't want to do that. That's not your passion. It's not my passion. I, you know, family's passion. It's my family's legacy. Mm -hmm. Whether it was even passion or not is a is a is a deeper conversation. So Mm. you know, so there's a lot of like, um, so it's so important. To, to do something that you that you find meaning and fulfillment in as you're, like, on your way. But exactly. It's also important, like, you found, you said, oh, hey, I'm interested in produce. We like to eat fruit. And <laughs> then you started a business around it. But right. there was also a need for it. Yeah,
2: it's a good combination.
0: Yeah, because somebody could have an interest and a passion in something, but maybe there's no need. There's good no, point. there's no... There's, not a, there's no problem in the market where that's going to actually, s- where it's going to solve. And so I think that that's another interesting thing. So I'm curious about tr- your trade shows and how mm-hmm. you... Those
2: are fun. Yeah, so what
0: kind of trade shows would you go to oh my gosh. and sell at? Oh my gosh,
2: um, the craziest the the craziest thing with our trade show business is one week we'd be in Honolulu selling at a home show, the next week we'd be in New Hampshire selling at a quilt show. So, if you want to get trained on sales trade show because one week we were selling in kentucky obama became president in a republican state no one bought ah. um the next week we're selling at a dog show you know everyone's excited that obama became president i mean we had to pivot so much in our sales um i remember one time i was selling in new york and before i could even start my pitch he's like i'm done And I'm like, okay, so, and the next week I was in Georgia, where I had to slow down and sell very slow, because I talked super fast, and they're like, I didn't understand anything you just said, so... Sales, you have to pivot to who you're selling to, where you're selling, and who you're selling to. Mm-hmm.
1: It's nice also that trade shows probably gave you like even a leg up in the experience of meeting all different kinds of people exactly. from different areas. Because exactly. even if, like you were saying, if, even if you're in a red state when Obama won, there's still that group of people that you may interact with. So it's like changing how you uh, meet the problem. Yeah, and yeah. never talk politics at your booth. Right.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> well, yeah. That, and then also in, in this sense, too. So you were you were going to all these different types of trade shows. Mm-hmm. Right. So you went to a quilting one. I know you you're actually going to be going to another exactly. trade show yes. for all the quilters yeah. out there. She's going to like the National Quilt Conference mm-hmm. or something like that. And taking, Super fun. I know. I think that's exciting. And um, but then going to a dog show or going to, you know, mm-hmm. so like what a wide variety of reasons why people are gathering and you were still going to each of those and selling the same product to all of those different because right, they all have pain exactly yeah. which was which is an, which is a fascinating thing like if you sold dog collars you could only go to dog shows right so we just we found a
2: couple circuits of people caleb and i are all about fun so we found a couple groups of people that Number one were fun. Number two had pain. So we followed the dog grooming circuit, which I was at Tacoma last week, and they are a very different client than my quilters will be next week in Paducah. Right. So I'm selling to dog groomers last week. I'm selling to quilters next week, but sales is sales. Um, people need my product because many people have pain and if you don't have pain you know someone who has pain and I believe in my product it's it's a great product yeah you just sell differently and your jokes are a little bit different right like we went to an engineering show and I'm doing all my normal jokes and I think I'm a show no one's laughing (laughs) no one was laughing And I am like, okay, this is not my vibe. Right? And then they start joking with me, and I didn't know it was a joke, because it's an engineer joke, and that is like... And you thought that they were really dry, probably. You didn't even know they were joking. My husband wouldn't even go to the next show. Like, we get ready, and we had Austin that day, Austin, Texas, and I'm getting ready, and he's like, babe, I'm not going. I'm like, you are not dropping me on this show. And he goes, I don't understand the engineers. That is not my vibe. You go do it. And I said, if I do this show, I'm taking the profit, and of course, I go right to Michael Kors, because that's my... weakness yes right (laughs) but yeah I mean selling to engineers and then next week you're selling to dog groomers different jokes honey yeah very different jokes. yes yes
0: yes well let's like dive a little bit into sales so you are natural at sales for some reason for some reason as (laughs) but I can't do anything else well I mean uh, you can do other things you can put produce in boxes look at you go no, I delegate that. No, you that. don't even do that. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell. And my goal is to
2: be a great mom. That's yes. all I'm thinking about right now is sales it. and mom. I yeah. love
0: it. I love it. So so you're natural at it. It's something that comes easy For to some you. reason, okay. yeah. And But like we said earlier, there are so many people who don't have that ability, right? Right. Uh, what are... They can do maybe, what their passion is. Yeah, but like let's say somebody wants to be better at it or they need to be better at it or you know what are a couple of things can you think of a couple of things that might be helpful for people with your vast experience and it's so hard when it's natural and it's i know innate i am bad at teaching sales yeah i've tried yeah you just can't do it you're like I just cannot. do what
2: i do It just comes naturally that's exactly yeah. it and yeah. that does not train people yeah um but i, I tried that. that um so you're telling me what would i tell someone that wants to learn sales yeah or wants to learn their own
0: business wants to learn let's talk I just want to talk for a second about sales like what could oh, goodness. be goodness
2: sales yeah I mean I you you find a needed and you feel it mm-hmm. what does that client need um you feel it I mean yeah if the client doesn't need it I don't push things they don't need I'm not like that type of a salesperson I I believe in my whatever I'm selling so it's not hard for me to sell it because I believe in it right and if I think you need it you're gonna leave with it yeah I mean that's just it yeah um, yeah.
0: so focus on the need of the person. It's yeah. not about you. It's not about the sales, no, not. even though I think as salespeople, we think it is about us. We're the funniest. We're just so charming and dynamic. Right. And we sometimes re- they buy you and <laughs> they don't buy the product. Right.
2: I totally agree with that because <laughs> Caleb and I at our booth, it is fun. I mean, people bring food and I mean, it's like a party. And Caleb was like, I don't think they needed it, but they just bought it because it was fun. Mm-hmm. So sometimes there is that. But, um, Honestly, I just I try to get them to see they need it, and if they don't need it, I'll be honest. You don't need this, right? But who do you know that needs it?
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay, but you know someone <laughs> that needs it. Um. So focus on focus on the person and their yeah, needs. It's all and, about and them. How your and how your product, how your solution so- solves that. You know, right. what does your product or your service do, and how does it solve problems for that for right. that prospective customer in front of you? Right. Right. And then what the other thing I'm getting is enthusiasm and you have to believe in what you're selling yeah 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 I mean who
2: wants to buy from a Debbie Downer right If you don't even believe in your own product I'm not buying it right um you also have to match who you're selling mm-hmm I think everyone is my personality but they're not they're not if you know my sister she's very different yeah so if I'm selling to my sister I'm gonna have hype because I am a hype. but I gotta I gotta slow it down and I gotta say why does she need my product versus me if you're I mean If you're selling me something and it has to do with not cooking, I'm all in it. But my sister wants to cook. I need to figure out a way that she can cook with this. So you have to mold your presentation, um, your product to the person you're selling to. Again, if you're in New York, you better be talking fast. You don't have time to talk slow. Mm -hmm. But if you're in Georgia, you need to talk slow. So, I mean, you have to know your client. So a big
1: part of it, you'd say, is being observant and being an active listener.
0: Yep. Yeah, and but model, like, and then modeling what and like reflects mirroring. It's called mirroring. Yeah. Is where you're mirroring the energy that they're sharing with you. Yeah, that's your it. your, you know, the even the body language that yep. they have, any of those things, so you're super hyper aware of that. And it's everything that you're doing is focusing on that person. And you match it. And you match it.
2: And oftentimes when I'm talking to someone, even at my stand, I am not I just I zone into them. I know there's a lot of people walking around, but I'm about that person Mm -hmm. because in that moment they're the only one that matters to me so I want to give everyone attention I want to welcome them when they come in welcome to Wolf Point Produce because I guess it all comes down to you treat others the way you want to be treated. It is the golden rule. Um so you need to know that client. You need to sell to them that way. Like if you're ever selling to me, you better just get with it. I mean, you better get to the point. Right. You better tell me how much it is. I don't need I don't, I don't need the need slow the version. Fluff. I don't need the fluff. I don't yeah. need the fluff, you better yep. cut it. Yep. But a lot of people, majority Do. need the fluff. Yeah. So my first Ten years of selling, I just got right to it, and they're like, "Okay, what are you? What am I buying?" Right. I mean, I've had a few people that give me their credit card, and they're like, "I don't have a clue what I'm buying, but it sounds fun." Just but <laughs> most people want to know. I mean, yeah. So, well, you I just, know who you're selling to, and you need to mirror them back.
0: Yeah, I just did. So I'm a student. I'm just you know a lifelong student, just in general, and I've done a lot of uh, you know learning about team building and business and just all the stuff so Exactly. What, what John John you need Maxwell. to know. Yeah, John Maxwell, Tony Robbins. I've done, you know, just a ton of, of of learning and doing, and then I'm certified to teach in a whole bunch of you know different things. And I just last week, I think, or the week before, I did a training on the power of personality, which wow. is you know, which is very a lot of what what we're talking about right here. Mm-hmm. And recognizing the different you know the, the the different ways that people are wired, and yeah. you know, so I, I teach on the disk model of human I know behavior. That. Yeah, and um, so and I'm an ID. You, yes, I I could definitely see that (laughs) and often i am selling to s's and c's yep yep yep, and they
2: and i will actually when i'm selling to someone i quick analysis them if you find out their job and they're an accountant they're a c (laughs) exactly honey no I is doing an accounting work um unless so, they don't know better and they're <laughs> and miserable they're, and they're not in their
0: passion right right they're not working in their strength zone they're not working in exactly their their their, their gift giftedness you exactly. know exactly yeah. so I last week I'm in Tacoma
2: and I'm selling to a C dog yeah. groomers can be C's and I am like wow I literally give her my manual yep. because I know that you cannot give this person enough information. Yep. And then I explain everything to her and I, I, I'm I, like, Nicole, slow it down. So I'm talking to myself, slow it down, give her the whole brochure, manual, and then go over everything slow. And I said, let me help her and I'll come back with any questions because they're going to have questions. They're going to have questions. Yes. Have questions. yes. <laughs> and and it's then I see a lot of
0: technical questions. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a lot of what might for us seem critical. Yes. And oh, by the way, negative.
2: Yes. Or or we don't know what we're doing. We,
0: right, right. Because it's so, I'm just going to do an example. I'm going to yeah, really quickly explain what disc is. Okay. Yes. So we're going to put personalities on an axis. Okay. okay. So we have a line running um, from left to right. And at the end of the left hand side, we have people who are task focused. Okay? okay. And then on the other side, on the right hand side, we have people who are people focused. All right? right. And then our vertical line running, you know, top to bottom, at the top, we have our outcome people and then we have our reserved people on the bottom so now we have four quadrants and I know you know I'm sure all of you who are listening just grabbed out a piece of paper and jotted this all down don't worry it's fine you can call me and say I didn't understand anything you said um, but it's basically north south east west it is this north south east west and all of a sudden we have these quadrants which are where we have uh, task focused outgoing people which is that D, that dominant personality, that one who likes to get stuff done because they're focused on tasks, but they're super outgoing. They're super energetic. They have really big ideas, and they just like to get stuff done. And they like to be the boss. And so, if That's we just it, move honey. over to the right, we have our outgoing and we have our people-focused people. Mm-hmm. So they're not focused on tasks nearly as much. They relationships, like relationships, they're loyal, connecting. And our outgoing, people-focused people love. Fun. They are the hype person. Yeah. They are exciting and interesting. They think themselves really important. Lots of salespeople are I's IDs, right? Yes. Um, and so I have a lot of st- high strong I. Obviously, well. yeah. So so that's our outgoing, right? Yeah. We're big picture. We're just gonna, we're gonna get stuff done. Wham, on the D bam, side. Thank you, man. And then on the I side, I just want to talk to people and connect and, and talk and never do anything and look at all my grand ideas that never get done because I'm too busy having grand ideas. <laughs> but if you're tasked you're going to check them off. Right, exactly. And so underneath of that we have our reserved mm-hmm. well we're not going to get to them quite yet we have our reserved people focused people. So hey. they're a little bit quieter. Yeah. I think Cole has some S in him. Yes. You know, Loyal. not a little bit. No, I'm no. a very
1: outgoing idea oriented really? person. Yeah, I'm usually oh. the person saying like, hey we only need four or five people to build out this team and make oh, this work
0: good I'm not, I'm not first, first impressions yeah. right I'm yeah. not a good
1: uh, so, task oriented person so
0: uh, so people so reserved people focused people though they're they're really steady and they're supportive they make really good caretakers and customer service representatives and you know anything they like consistency they like mm-hmm. the status quo mm-hmm. that's what most of the steady world eddies. is is yep. an S and that's what Nicole was saying is that she was selling to a lot of S's. A lot of those people who are re- people focused, relationship focused, they can do the work and they'll do it steadily but they want to make sure that they are valued and they like to make sure that other people know that they're valued. I have a lot of S in me also. I S, I also think a lot of D, not a lot of C surprisingly. Okay, so our C people. You're well-rounded because you're supposed to have a little bit of everything. Yeah, and we all have a little bit of everything. We just some have some that are higher than others, mm-hmm. you know. So, and and then on the last one, and these are our Cs that we're talking about, and these are our reserved folks who are task focused, and that's where we end up with the engineers. That's where we end up with our accountants and the, brainies, the, and the really smart people yes, that you have to have the, in the world. they run the world. I they can really
1: use a lot more task orientation need, in my personality. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we need we need the Cs to make sure that everything is correct. Right, we need the Cs to make sure that the Is and the Ds just aren't going off. And building <laughs> terrible creations that that aren't done properly, that are going to yeah. fall down. But we all have these different personality traits, right. and it takes everybody. And it takes everybody in these seas. They're because they're so task focused and they're so reserved. They're not interested. They relate. They want relationships and they want connection, but that's not like their main focus. Right. And they have a bit of a, and they can be very. I mean, you know, for, for an I, it can be a little bit challenging to like connect with them. And right. because I'm like, I want to connect with you and I care about you and let's talk about life and let's have fun. And they're
2: not interested. And they're not enough.
0: interested. They're like, um, your 50 ideas that you wanted to do <laughs> and the three that you almost got done, 50 of the things on that list and the three. So, you know, 25 was done incorrectly. <laughs>
2: And yeah. this is why. Duh, 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 duh. <laughs> no, but I think for me, maybe other personalities can get this faster. But for me, I was like mid 20s, early 30s. And then I'm like, wow, not everyone's like me. Because yeah. I just assumed if this is the way I want to be sold to, isn't that the way you want to be sold to? Right. Um But when I started my cosmetic career with Mary Kay, they train on this, and it's probably one of the most brilliant trainings you could do if you want to get into sales, is know people. Absolutely,
0: and not just sales. I mean, it's so important in sales, but but everything—it's important management, everything. If you are in, if you are a supervisor, if you're a a leader of an organization, if you are an entrepreneur that wants to grow your business, and that's and it's people, Mm -hmm. and that was and. And I, when I did, I did. And this training that I did is available for free on the Commons at TFCU Facebook page. So if you're interested in watching it, it's about an hour long. Um, it's fun. It's interesting. I going to watch that. Um, yeah. It's, and, I, you know, and as human beings, we are fascinated by personalities. And I start off talking about like there's like 2,500 different types of personality tests that are in the United States alone. So, obviously, there's a demand for there's it. There's a demand for it. Yeah, and it ranges from, you know, like Myers-Briggs, we have DISC, there's the 16 personalities, which I think is a takeoff of Myers-Briggs, um, but then you also dive into, you know, I don't know, I've been up at, like, 2 o'clock in the morning and taking a stupid Facebook quiz, like, oh, which Disney princess are you? Oh, wow. <laughs> there you go. I know, I'm Sleeping the Beauty. In you, oh, yeah. of course. <laughs> um, enneagrams.
2: Yes, I yes. I love the Enneagram. Yep. Of course, I'm a three.
0: Yeah. Um, Same. Uh, of course. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and so it's it's just and we're fascinated by and and when I was doing research for it, it said you know like why are we why are we so fascinated by this and it, why does it matter? It's because we have as human beings we have an innate need to belong, yeah. and to. Be understood and understand ourselves. And these personality tests help to give us an idea of where we belong. Yeah. And you know, even like I was on my in my presentation, I was like, there's even like a Harry Potter one, which is my favorite here, you know, and I like I did one and I was like, Oh, I'm a Slytherin? I'm a Slytherin. And then I was like, Oh, yes, I am. It's because I'm ambitious. That's what I tell myself. No judging you guys. But, right. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, OK, well, now I know if I ever go to Hogwarts, that's where I'm going to end up is I'm going to end up in these things. But it's such a powerful tool for anybody to do, to understand, to learn so that you can have better success with your relationships in life. Right. You know, whether it's professional, but personal husband, you can, husband, like I just don't understand. He doesn't want to laugh and sit with me and talk. He's so busy, you know, just out fixing the roof (laughs) exactly you know he's a doer yeah he's task focused just wants to go get stuff done I don't know know if this
1: is helpful to anyone else but I just want to say taking a personality test take the same one a couple times because you might get a different answer and you might see different aspects come through with the results and so it's easier to see that like you might have gotten very goal-oriented, task-focused person on this run, but the next one you have a little more bridging into the outgoing creative. So yeah, to get a full scope, try and go yeah, through it a couple it times. Yeah, do it multiple
0: times. And as you're, like, entering into life, right, let's mm-hmm. say you're a teenager, you're in your early right. adulthood, you know— because you have to have a level of self awareness mm-hmm, too right. when you do these. Reflection and, is very important. Yeah, and reflection. And so, but it is, it gives you at least a guidepost, you know? Yeah. But I'm going to say, like, if I did, so, you know, me. 20 years ago, compared to me now, exactly. very, very, very different human. I was much more reserved, like literally afraid to talk to people. Um, and I would do things and I would just like figure stuff out on my own, but I would never ever like classify find me as somebody who was like outgoing and a doer and like, you know, taking charge and being aggressive and a risk taker. Wow. Um, and here now I am like, leading the life that I've done and that's because all of the life experiences that I've had have exactly. helped to shape what I do and then also you know how I am and what I was like okay this is really who I am but right. we're all kind of about that diff- we were talking about self-actualization mm-hmm. yesterday right mm-hmm. which is like a never-ending road right it's not like a destination and that's even with your personality as you gain experience things it'll morph a little bit you know Yeah, um, with
1: experiences with relationships mm-hmm. trauma all that yep. can help build out the character that you become every day right
2: I want to take this um, test actually again that is a good point because I remember where I was at when I was taking it and I was in my early 20s and just trying to excel in my Mary Kay business right I had earned um, I was in the top two percent I was a sales director one of the youngest in the company I became a director at 20 and I earned my first car in Ketchikan at 19 Mm -hmm. and in my Mary Kay career I earned five so I took it and I was all D and I was all I you know ID life at the party and the girl that gets stuff done but I was hardly any S and that's the family one yeah and I was definitely no C and that's the detailed the accountant right super smart one and that just ain't changing so Rome wasn't (laughs) built in the day and we're just not going there because I've always had an accountant and always will okay so but I'd like to take it again, and I really hope that my s is up because now my focus is my kids. Yeah. I'm all about my boys. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm and I sure only want to
2: work one day a week. I'm I don't su- want to work so yeah, much. Yeah, and
0: I'm sure that it is just in that life has helped to shape you. Yeah. because you know? when you're 20 and you're just, just like, all about I career. am career. I mean, yeah. You, I became a Mary Kay rep through you. You did. I did. Yes, I was like 19 or something like that. Oh and, my gosh. But I wasn't. I was not. An, a D I was not like, I was so afraid to talk to anybody. Yeah. I didn't know how to, s- I was like, I don't want to sell anything to anybody. Yeah. I was like, no one's going to want to buy from me anyways. <gasps> ah. Oh, my and, goodness. Uh, But like now, I'm like, dude, if we were Mary Kay together, we would. We you, would be the champions. We you know? would paint this town pink. <laughs> We'd be in Cadillac. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh so, my gosh, that's um, hilarious. It is, it's really, it's interesting. But that's and that's you know. So there's two things I want to talk about with this is that you know. So if you know that you have a natural weakness, like right, what, what Nicole is talking about with you know, I'm not. I don't have any of this like you know analytical. Not you know, I'm not great at the details. I'm not exactly. great at this. It hurts me. It <laughs> I does. Can't even sit long enough to do it. Exactly. And if you know that that's an Issue for you you delegate it out you, de- you Find you find somebody to help to support You in that or if you know that you're not that Natural person who's going to go out and be the life Of the party yep. don't try to do it I, yeah. find somebody it comes back to, to Your passion what you're good you. at you you don't yeah. See me trying
2: to be a bookkeeper or an Accountant right uh, you know I've always had a Bookkeeper and accountant since I was 19 Do you yeah. think
1: that some of those behaviors or those Behavioral patterns are inherent or They change with um, exposure Like your surroundings because Would you say that that possibly the as came out in you by having kids not because you wanted to have kids because of that factor
2: I mean I think every woman has a little S in them because you have family and that hopefully will go up once you have kids Um, but I'm not saying the C will ever come up in me Mm -hmm. because that's just not my style Mm -hmm. so I'm hoping that my D goes down and my S goes up and I get Mother of the year this year, yes. you know, because I think that, that people, would be my goal.
1: people are a myriad of like emotional capability, and so I think that sometimes you have to learn one of those traits by your situation present.
0: Yeah, right, right, and and that's the thing too, and that's the other point that I wanted to get to is so um, is that if you know that this is a, a, an area of weakness for you, you have the opportunity to to build it. It mm. will not ever be your highest strength. Right, will not ever be that but it will be it is something that you can be better at and if I you choose if you choose to and mm-hmm. I have and that was a situation that happened with with Tatsudas where I brought on I hired up uh, uh, Deborah I'm just gonna say her name um, and brought her up into leadership roles and she has a DI so she's very dominant she's very direct she's you know she can be seen as like aggressive because she just wants to get stuff done and she likes to have fun and but her S was Really, really low. And she would just be like walking around the store, just like so task focused on what <laughs> needed to happen. Spending the S's and the C's along yeah, the way. Yeah. And everyone was like, and coming from like me, and I'm like, how are you doing today? I'm so thankful for you're here. And but she's you like, know, get out of the way, and honey. She, and it wasn't that she was just, she wasn't, but it was just something they weren't used to. Mm, and so right. people were like, I feel like you don't care about me. Something right. that
1: they're not mindful of because it's never been important be- to them. Right.
0: But all of a sudden, like, oh, this is, you know, Wait, wait. You you don't care about us. You just, you know, you're rude or, you know. Mm-hmm. And so it was it we had a lot she and I had a lot of conversations and she became super intentional. I trained her. We I trained her on this. She's actually certified to teach on it now too. Um but cool. she and so she was like, "Okay, this is an area that I want to develop because right? I know that this is not a natural area of strength yep. for me." And so she did. And she really was very Which intentional area? S's? of that S's of being supportive so cool. of being thoughtful of other people's emotions of yep. yeah being that being that person rather than like I just want to I don't care if you how you feel I just want to know if you got stuff done and then let's have a party because I'm fun ah. you know? <laughs> and meanwhile the S's and C's are in a corner right. yeah well and then she and I together it was you know it was terrible but yeah. um, no it wasn't terrible but that I mean that was a really Perfect thing store. and then you know and and she was able to to develop it and then develop these positive relationships with people where they knew that they were cared about by her and that made a huge difference in her success with that team and making that team hers so it's you know like it's It's not that you can't ever do it. It's just that it doesn't come naturally to you. And so you can develop it. Like me, I know that bookkeeping is hard. I had to do so much bookkeeping at Tatsuda's and like admin work and like going through, I don't know, 150 pages of like itemized items to price check. And to like, oh, my God, it made me want to shoot myself in the head. I was going to say. Yeah, but I could do it. But that if was, you had to, you if could I do it. If I had to, I can do it. I choose not to, right?
2: Um, because me, I'd rather focus other, on my boys,
0: right? Because, boys and Wolf Point. Yeah. Everything else
2: delegated out.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I just, yeah. Anyways, this is not where I thought this was gonna go, but I think this is super fun. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping that if anyone
2: wants to start a business, they take the personality advice, yes. the passion advice. Um, Goodness, yes. what else find do we talk a
1: need
0: about? I mean find a search need
2: and
1: for fill for it how to sell. be observant yeah. of the marketplace because sometimes you think there's a niche that you need to fill and it turns out that it's not filled for a reason
0: right absolutely that's a that's a really really good point because there's so many materials and books out there I think it's blue ocean strategy or something like that mm-hmm. that talks about you know oh everybody's you know all these small businesses all these businesses they're going fishing in the blue ocean and you guys are all fishing for the same fish but you need to niche down you need to get your niche niche down so much mm-hmm. that you create your own red ocean but if nobody else is fishing there there's a reason it's because there is no fish there's no mm-hmm. market for that and that's a super good point so one more yeah. thing i
2: want to suggest uh, or give advice to is just to keep your net your scope narrow so over the years caleb and i we sold the tens machine at trade shows every show almost every show people would come up to us and say gosh you guys could sell can you also add my product what mm. about adding vitamins right it's it's a natural thing you need to sell smoothies you need to sell vitamins and Caleb and I are like we do one thing really good instead of three things not so good yeah um half apples okay we can say on the air um so even since I started Wolf we'll point Nicole why don't you do this yep Caleb why don't you do this yep. I want to do one thing really good I want to work one day a week so I can be a mom the other days of the week yeah um so find a need and fill it if it's not there there may be a reason why it's not there good point yep but also don't do 10 things half apples right. mm-hmm. when you can do one or two things slam dunk right absolutely Absolutely. I, I also love that.
1: wanted to say um, it's great to me that you can provide uh, be a good role model and provide the example of like money management, being a good businessman to your kids, because not you. everyone gets to grow up with an example of how to manage themselves outside of a workplace. And that's something that's really cool.
2: Thank you. Yeah. My parents um, were entrepreneurs. My mom owned um Togs and Toys. Many people mm-hmm. remember I it. I remember Togs and Toys. So my first job was behind the counter. Um, me and my, mo- my sister, after school, we didn't do chores. We would go to Togs and Toys, and we would work for 3 bucks an hour. Um, then my dad owned waterfront storage. And then in the summers, we owned a campground in Montana. So I grew up at the dinner table, which which for us was Diaz Cafe. <laughs> we <laughs> ate out almost every night. Um, and... My parents were talking strategy, talking business. And it's so ironic that after school, my sister would come home and she'd put all the magazines out and practice school. And she'd have all the names written and she'd be like role playing with herself, you know, as a teacher. And now my sister is a teacher at Howling. And after school, I'm setting up the table and I'm selling everything to people that just gave it to me the week before. My dad built me a fort and was beautiful it was custom and then i rented it out to my neighbor for ten dollars a month he's like you just rented out my fort and i was like flip it brown flip it that's right yeah so i love it it. it's funny how when you're kids you're designing to do stuff and a full circle moment was my son last week my new new five-year-old he just turned five um he was selling avocados in the kitchen I'm like,
0: get it, honey. Get it. Do it. So I love it. I love love it. All right. That's the end of our show today. Oh, Oh, it's so fun. Oh, my gosh. I know. We could just keep talking forever. I know, right? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Thank you, Cole, for sitting in. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. We've been talking with Nicole brown to Bay, owner of Wolf Point (laughs) Produce, all things entrepreneur, small business, personality. I mean, all this stuff. Thank you for coming on today. Thank you, Catherine. I appreciate it. Yes. I'm Catherine Tatsuda, and I will be back with you next week. Have a wonderful day.